Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. We're going to be taking a look at the, the, the complete 1963 annual that was promised to us for 30 years. Yes. Is, has been completed by one of the 1963ers, by the way. Uh, but first, got to let you guys know about the Patreon that we have. Uh, you could support the channel in a big way and mitigate the kayfabe effect by uh, supporting the Patreon. Uh, you will get delivered uh, videos ahead of time. And if you... Uh, Depending on your level of support, you're getting all the videos before anybody, and you are watching us on a live stream as we are recording these videos. The videos are brought to you by the comic books that we make, and you are seeing a complete bibliogra bibliography of what we have out there on the stands today. Uh, Red Room Comics are my focus right now. Crypto Killers is being solicited uh, in stores right now. Go to your shop, uh, put in a pre-order for those. It's not getting a trade paper back in 2023, so you got to get those issues. Hulk Grand Design is getting that Treasury Edition format, so uh, put in your order for that because there is a finite amount of copies. Man, it took a lot of toil to get that thing printed just the way Jimmy wanted, man. So you get a special object, and don't come crying if you if you missed out. No FOMO. Hip Hop Family Tree. Uh, Street Angel, you see our bibliographies, support the books, you'll be supporting the channel. And without further ado, man, uh, Don Simpson has taken it upon himself to do a 1963 annual that is a Gordian knot. <laughs> Great description. Of, of, of parody and satire uh, about comics because... He is, this is getting a real publication. This is getting a publication from, from a real publisher I, to leave it up to Don to, to put out that announcement. But you can't have it put out by a real publisher if you're using characters that you don't necessarily have copyright to. Yeah, this is a fascinating book in a lot of ways. The first thing, and we've talked about this quite a bit, Don Simpson's level of craft is phenomenal off the charts. Absolutely. And so that's the first thing that I find striking. We've seen him at a couple of shows recently where he would have these works in progress. He's been sharing them on Facebook. So you started to see this kind of coming together in pieces. And, you know, as you can see on screen, really remarkable what he does with, with black and white ink, what with you, lettering. What you can also see is that he's cutting some promos on uh, Alan Moore here. Uncle Alan, he's getting a lot of tarnish uh, in, in, in recent years because people are starting to ask the question, okay, so like, let's say Watchmen comes back into his copyright after, uh, you know, D DC does their first round, you know, like he thought was going to be done. Like, let's say that happens. Do we ever see another Watchmen comic ever again? Uh, Big Numbers is a comic that Alan Moore is co-owner of. I bet Bill Sienkiewicz wouldn't be upset if... It was easily available. Small Killing, you got to dig deep to find that one. That's not still in circulation. That's a comic that Alan Moore has copyright to, brought to light. At least half of that is his owner under his ownership. You don't see that anymore. So what would have happened with Watchmen? Like, like is he's he's owns a bunch of stuff that he's not putting out. There's a lot of conversation about that, and and it's that uh, you know it's the in kayfabe terms, it's the great. It's the great uh, conundrum of tag teams, right? Like, if, if, if Marty Jannetty has a bum wing, so that stops Shawn Michaels from making money? Yeah, it's, uh, wow. it's <laughs> a lot of ground to cover, Ed. Um, yeah, it's a fascinating question. And, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into this. I think Alan Moore removed his name from Pictopia, which was a comic he and Don Simpson had done. Um, so, you know, there, there's probably quite a bit of reason for... Uh, mm, 
animosity, you know. Um, but there's also a lot more in here because this references things like splitting image, which Don had done early in Image's tenure. So you get a little bit of that. I think it's referred to as splitting image sure. even throughout here. Well, he owns that. Yes. Um, it has Megaton Man universe stuff that goes back to Don cutting promos on mainstream comics in the 80s. Sure. So there, as you say, Gordian Knot is a great description because, man, there's comics history is on every page here. Well, here it is also, man. So the 1963 characters are playing off of the Silver Age famous Marvel characters. You got your you got your uh, Fantastic Fours. You got your Spider-Man character in the Fury. You got uh, you got your um, what was the USA dude called, man? U.S. Agent? No, that's a that's a Marvel character is for it? real. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what is what is that guy? Yeah, but you know, there's a Captain America type character. There's there's a Thor type character. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So like, you can't use any of those characters that are already parodies of existing characters. So Don has to create parody characters of parody characters of real, you know, tried and true Marvel trademarks. So that therein lies your Gordian knot. He does call him U.S. Agent. This born in the U.S. Agent, and there will be a lot of like cheeky shits like here. I know I'm patriotic guy, yet I feel strangely outlandish, like a mashup of Yankee tropes some foreigner might toss together. <laughs> That's pretty good. Putting shots out there. Yeah, very fun. Here's his fantastic Doctor Ugg. It's a real yeah. fun name. You know, it's it's funny to think of like what you have to do to make parodies of parodies. Right. Just coming up with names that work. Um, a challenge. I love the design of this character with the four legs. It's very disturbing. It is really disturbing, but also it highlights some of Don's figure drawing ability. Amazing figure artist. Like I'm, it doesn't work if you're not good at a figure drawing. It's just a weird character otherwise. I checked out his um, sketchbooks before, like when uh, the Crumb Biennial was coming to town and, and we were checking out that show. He was there um, and he just had his sketchbook armed with him. I think he teaches either cartooning or like does do life drawing stuff. And so many pages, just the figure twisted up in every angle. Like, like he knows how everything lays in three dimension, and, and he doesn't fake anything. No, and man, speaking of his abilities, like the lettering, how gorgeous is this for a mock cover or a splash page? The fun stuff about getting this early piece, and it might not be so visible uh, on, on the video, but we get to see kind of like the work underneath the ink line, and you get to see how he builds his lettering and all that. Very instructive, like very thankful. He just sent this email to us, man. We've been seeing the pages in development over the past year and a half, and uh, to get the full Monty, just fantastic. He also, I think, has done well in uh, keeping records of this stuff. Like, sure. I think he has scans of the pencils or the blue lines, you know, like all the steps along the way. And with some of the stuff we've we've looked at, you know, like make your own artist edition kind of bootlegs and things like that, it makes me think like he could have some real fun producing a book of this because he's got all these steps along the way. Yeah, continuing the, with the guardi the Gordian <laughs> knot of of parody, he's he's now exploring like Alan Moore tropes. Uh, within his work, the Lovecraftian bits, you know, like the Providence and all mm -hmm. that. It's a great, a great character name again. The psych Psychic Squid with PSQUID. Sure, <laughs> it's it's so comic perfect. It is, and then the Pictopia comic, which we still have not done a video is on. Is that true? And we absolutely need to amend that. We need to fix that. We need That's to like look at one that. of the most important comics of the '80s in terms of deconstruction before Watchmen. Before Dark Knight. And I feel like we've referenced it plenty a of dozen times. times. Plenty of times. So so it's kind of operating within that headspace. Yes. 
Yeah, this is a um, a comic book fan's comic in a lot of ways. It's almost a literary comic in terms of the layers of reference that are that are put together. It's going to take a couple readings to get it all. There, there's no doubt. And how perfect too, right? That like the original stuff is 1963. You know, Marvel comics from 63. 30 years go by. Then in 1993, the Alan Moore and all these artists get together and Don Simpson was a part of that. He was a letterer, inked a couple pieces. Mm -hmm. uh, they they do their kind of homage and now Don Simpson, 30 years after 1993, which how old does that fucking make you feel get, getting those comics when they're new and shit? A hundred percent. I think of that a lot. I'm glad you bring that up. <laughs> and uh, so we're 30 years removed from that and we now have this amazing document from a master cartoonist even the dumb like the chapter zero yeah. i feel like is, is a perfect spot on detail to put in this now we have our continuation piece from the last issue of 1963 where the big reveal is that what's his name shaft yeah the 90s the, the reveal mm -hmm. that the 1963 characters are catching up with the 1993 characters uh if that's what you were hoping for if you were hoping for don simpson to just do jim lee parody like the whole time you're not getting that in this in this annual he's he's going his own direction but you're at least getting the acknowledgement of where that stuff was going to go and a lot of the thesis in this thing is uh it didn't pro progress because the, the the writer non affable L or whatever they call him just has no idea how to how to write his way out of the paper bag. I don't know that that's the truth. I don't know that that's fair. Like uh, like uh, Jim Valentino says he has the complete uh, synopsis or, or or script to how that was going to wrap up or something. I love that. Like I was reading this and I was thinking about that and thinking like, is this what great creators do? where they, they maybe don't have everything laid out. Like, it forces them to be creative and figure out the solutions. You know, like, it's great to do that setup that's amazing. And, like, everybody wanted that annual whenever you saw that last page. Sure. And so, like, if you don't know exactly where you're going, is that a creative methodology? A lot of guys will, uh, they propose that. David Mamet proposes that. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Sorkin proposes that. If you put your character into a bind, like, everybody can write a great first act is what they say. Everybody can do a great first act. Put your character in a bind that you have no idea how they're going to get out of it because if you don't know how they're going to get out of it the audience doesn't know yes and that keeps them into the into the mix i see that a lot in like television say it, seasons Jim. at the end i know you want to say it silhouette zine i absolutely love this i'm obviously a spread and i love all these characters in silhouette one more skill set i guess dawn shows off the ability to design characters because they look great in silhouette. Yeah, that's, that's iconic. <laughs> that's a great one, but so is the center spread guy who's like the, the energy piece, you know? It's so much. It's amazing how good that works, the silhouettes. Now, you know Jim Valentino, they're homies. Back in the days of old uh, Va Valentino, Artwork, Vanaheim shits, man. So you gotta have... This is a very Guido uh, Valentino. You know, very greasy, very swarthy. More proof that we're living in the Matrix is this is not the only Valentino caricature I received this week. It's true, and, <laughs> and maybe and maybe not the only video that is going to be be out in the world. Man, ridiculous! Parodying image, founding fathers even, <laughs> and referencing splitting image. Yes, <laughs> layers on layers, Ed. You know, like there is a continuity to the channel. Like I, I implore everybody. Like if you if you got, hey man, like. Didn't we all used to watch a half hour of TV every day? Watch a half hour of Cartoonist Kayfabe every day. You're going to follow the continuity. And here we go back now to really Splitting Image, where now we're bringing these characters from Splitting Image back into this comic. Yeah. I do love that it's thirty year, those 30-year gaps. Oh, my goodness, man. Fritz the Cat died for your sins. That's so funny. <laughs>
Did, Unbelievable. Do you think that uh, Don Simpson has in mind the jobbers who these guys are? That's a good question, and we we're going to have to ask him. Yes. Because at some point, we're going to sit down with Don, fellow Pittsburgher, and uh, and talk comics. It's true, man. Uh, so there's Affleboy out on his own self-imposed crucifix. It's really interesting because, yes, but also you're, you're connecting the idea of mythology of superheroes with the idea of religion and the mythologies of our past. Like, there's a lot here. Yep. And straight from Kirby's mouth, he, he talks that stuff. So Affable Al is going to go off and uh, go write this last last annual. He uses one of the Bizarre Hero characters, man, that was there towards like the, the sort of final issues. I, I own 100% of Don Simpson's bibliography. I have everything, man. So, so I was... Bizarre Heroes was on my pull list, man, whenever uh, I was a kid in the, in the 90s, man. Certainly knowing that he was a Pittsburgh cat, it's like, yeah, let me read the Pittsburgh guy's comic. Who's this duck? It is a Bizarre Hero character. I, I don't have his name. He reminds me so much of Dan and Larry. Yeah. And, and looking at it, I, I kept thinking, like, am I missing who this is? And it's probably a reference to Howard the Duck, maybe? Sure. Like, when he does Bizarre Heroes, is like bringing in some of those character yeah. archetypes. Of course. And isn't it amazing? Like, so this is the Thing parody guy who Rick Veach's dude is, like, that moon-headed. Yeah, the planet. So, yeah, that's his name. And so, you know, just, like, adding yeah, layers it. onto it to create even more parody. You can almost imagine that's a real character like the Thing that goes through rock mutations. Yeah. Like, this is another cartoonist interpreting him. Do you know if Dawn plans to color this? Because it know. looks really good in black and white. And, yeah. uh, and I don't know whether it's planned for color or not. But, yeah. Uh, it Take feels it. like it lends itself to color based on the subject. Take it things to Pictopia. And once again, people, it is going to be getting a uh, a, a, a printed book. So, so stay tuned and we'll promote that because I have a feeling that that's going to go pretty quick when, whenever uh, it, it comes out, man. Like, it's going to go pretty freaking quick. You recognize that guy from the Pete Poplowski colored uh, Pictopia. We've seen this these also, characters um, I feel like it also works really well with the with the conceit of the original 1960-1963, that it was going to go to the 90s where it was like image guns and stuff. Even even with the Pictopia reference, like, it just fits. Like, yeah. those things, it's in some ways delivering the promise of the original annual. And is John Burns X-Men where else? Elsewhere, elsewhere, I think is the name of the John. Elsewhen. Elsewhen. It's, it's crazy. Again, like you think of like people doing fan fiction, but fan fiction, it's widely read. And now we've got Elsewhen and When Else. And it's both like. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, like he's, that's a choice. Like, like he's, he's calling out the, the, the John Byrne stuff. Right. Uh, so many um, splash pages, which is a very image, 1990s kind of trope. So like that... I can't even get by like epic and variant covers. Like it is just every single thing you could think of yeah. is in here. Yeah. With great facility, once again, yes. man. Like just understanding the shapes and everything. Everything that he draws, like it, it, it has a logic to him. Got to get the zombies in. You know, those are the afterthought of uh, of, of Im image comics. It's what, it's what was missing in splitting image, right? That's true. <laughs> Who knew? But there it is, man. The, the completed... Oh, yeah, right? Now like, we go into Golden Age. Public domain. Phantoma and Stardust. like and, and cutting promos on the guys who are taking this old material and doing, you know, their ersatz version with creative freedom and stuff. And, and, and you know, talking about every would-be auteur hack, every amateur hack uh, violating us. You call that freedom? You know, like... Right. He... he Don, Don Simpson is putting it out there, man. 
Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, we're about halfway through. There's 63 pages total in this, plus like an epilogue that goes ahead. But the 63 pages, another one of those really, in my opinion, smart choices. Right. It's an interesting project. Having the, uh, oh, reference to the old X-Men cover. Sure. The, the classic cover. Um, it's just such an ambitious idea. Like, it feels like if you were going to reverse engineer this, it is really putting down every concept you've got and then figuring out how to work this in. Once again, taking a look at uh, his his actual art. I don't know how well it's showing up on the screen, but seeing how he uses that, like, little, like, correction tape. Yep. And then letters on top of it. Really like his lettering. Yeah, he would get Harvey Awards and, and uh, Eisner nominations and things for his uh, lettering acumen probably from around this time. Uh, you know, the 1963 mm -hmm. uh, era. Yeah, it makes sense to me. It's amazing that that hasn't, hasn't lost any of that in 30 Here, here's years. Here's the thing where, like, you know, Don Simpson, he's on, on public record, like, talking out to Mac. And so he has his grievances, you know, like, with, with, with Alan Moore. But he keeps up because, like, I've got to <laughs> resume my feud with J.K. Rowling. Like, that stuff is in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So Don, Don's keeping up. Man. That's funny. <laughs> he's reading the work. That's what makes for good, uh, a good parody. And then let's 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 tie the Gordian knot even further because Don Simpson has his own Fantastic Four parody characters, and this is this is Yarn Man. Like he is the thing of his quintet, yes. his quartet, fighting the thing of the Mystery Incorporated, but not the Rick Veach, Alan Moore. It's the parody of the parody, and then he's got a parody. <laughs> it's so deep. Yes. And, and how he kept it all straight in his melon. He is a PhD. He is a doctor. It, it feels really weird to say this, but I feel like a companion reading piece is Strange Death of Alex Raymond. Sure. There's just so it's a, it's much a, analysis stuff. of like yeah. comics history and minutia and inside info. There's a pouch on the back of Statue of <laughs> Liberty's head. <laughs> yeah, it's wild stuff. Oh, this this little bit. Uh, uh, more violence, finally. Yippee. In the mighty Simpson manner. And then don't have a cow bongo. There's a lot of this stuff where there's references to publishers, cartoonists, methods. It feels uh, uh, very Mad Magazine to me in totally. terms of how much reference you can get in there. And very Simpsons for that matter. Totally. Simpson, not Simpsons, dude. Yeah, that's great. It's great stuff. It's it's a big project too. Like it is something I'm curious to talk to Don about in terms of how long he works on a project like this. Yeah. Fantastic. Can't wait for that final printed version to come out, and we're gonna have to reinvestigate that uh, once again. Maybe maybe. Oh yeah. And now let's bring Big Bang, Bang. Bang characters Jeez. into the mixture with permission. Uh, you know, like he has the shouts to Tom King and all that. The Night Watchman, which is a parody of Dark Knight Returns and, and Watchmen. Yeah, and it's wrapped a, up in one character. Whole nother publishing house of parody. Yeah, it's it's really wild. It's that fanboy, you know, it's playing to a certain fanboy element. Yeah. And it's Easter egg on Easter egg. Right. Totally built for a cartoonist kayfabe you yeah. know, patron, a viewer, somebody who's going who's that deep, who who knows who knows that 90s stuff? It feels who knows like this, the Silver Age if stuff. You, if you put cartoonist kayfabe into the AI, this might be what comes out. <laughs> I mean, Eternity? Come right. on! Like, Valiant reference? What isn't in here? Right. And that's the thing. Simpsons' career spans all of that. 
Yeah, you know, he's got some interesting projects coming up. I would say in the meantime, you know, if you're a fan, look for Don because he does a lot of shows and he'll bring this artwork. You know, first time I saw some of this stuff was at Baltimore. Yeah. We were flipping through his portfolio, talking to him about it. It was in progress. So he's a he's a good guy to run down if you actually see him in person uh, because he'll have some cool stuff to show off. He'll have some works in progress. He'll probably be doing commissions. A lot of fun if you actually run into him at a show. So seek him out. He does a lot of shows. And um, man, his output, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, Renaissance or something for him in terms of just he is working a lot because I see tons of artwork coming up on his feed. Now, we're taking a look at the Don Simpson approach to the 1963 annual. But if you do your approach to the 1963 annual in your own bootleg fashion, you got to send that to the cartoonist Kayfabe Studios, man. Uh, I do think that Steve Bissett, stickler for uh, trademark copyright, all that stuff, reach out to him, get permission to use his characters because he expressed that uh, yes. he's going to have to sue your ass or something like that if he finds out that uh, you're putting something together. But uh, reach out, do that. He's been making handshake deals with people. Can't say that he's going to do that for you, but maybe. And uh, send us your 1963 annual that resolves the exact stuff from uh, for, from Alan Moore and the boys. Uh, because uh, I'm going to read that comic also. Absolutely. And by the way, a little update on Bissette. I just saw him posting about sending a big chunk of art because he's been working on 1963 stuff for years. Yeah. Including a, an official Don Simpson 1963 story. And he just sent a batch of that off to the publisher. So I think that may be seeing uh, light of day coming coming soon. So it, maybe it's a 1963 is what we're in the midst of here, Ed. 30 years after. <laughs> we're seeing a cycle develop, man. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so we can notify you when new vids are available. And we have a Patreon where uh, people are watching us stream this recording session live. They're getting a jump on the Kayfabe effect before anybody else. And uh, the, the patron subscription pays for itself. When there's one book that we put out there that you want, that costs too much by the time you see the video, man. So hit our uh, Patreon in the description below this video. And Jim, tell the people what books you got out there, man. Hulk Grand Design, coming out February 22nd. Pre-order that or reserve your copy today if you haven't already, because once that's out of print, it may be a while before you see it again. Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, Plain Janes, both available now. Street Angel Princess of Poverty available for pre-order coming out later this, this year. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see more of my comics and art. And you can download out-of-print zines and minis there. We are soliciting the next round of Red Room Comics uh, today. Uh, go to uh, your local comic shop. Put in your pre-order for Red Room, uh, Red Room Crypto Killers, issue number one. Another four-issue round of Red Room Comics going to come out uh, this year in 2023. Two Red Room trades are out there right now. Anti-Social Network and, and Trigger Warnings. Hip Hop Family Tree is the bestseller. Uh, 10 year anniversary in 2023 for for Hip Hop Family Tree. So scoop up those books, support that comic, X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG. Uh, these videos are brought to you by the comic books that we make. So support the books. We can keep these videos rocking. Jimmy, tell the people what else we have out there, man. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny packs, and more at our spread shop. That link is also below this video. Another great way to support the channel. Given those marching orders, we'll be on our way, Jim. Make more comics.